You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. This is Women to Watch. I don't think you can truly change for the better in a lasting, meaningful way unless it is driven by self-acceptance. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Be inspired by women from across the globe. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. What I know to be true is that women were always meant to lead. And by shining a light on those doing it well today, my hope is that more women will find their own voice. Now, here's the owner, founder, and host of Women to Watch, Sue Rocco. Hello, and welcome back to another week of Women to Watch. I'm Sue Rocco, and it's great to be back with all of you. If you're new to the show, be sure to stay with us during the breaks to hear from our exclusive watch team of on-air women leaders. Our corporate partners bring news and information from their industries, and we continue to be so grateful for their support. If you're interested in learning more about our watch team or would like to be a part of the show yourself, feel free to email Taylor at womentowatch.net. So now I'm very excited and honored to welcome to the show Irina Papik. She is the co-founder and managing partner of Galactic Fed. Irina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Sue. It's absolutely an honor to be here. I'm thrilled to have you, and I'm excited to hear about, I understand you you just recently came back from a climb, Kilimanjaro. That's an adventurous undertaking. How was it? That was, I can't believe that was less than a week ago, uh, summited Kilimanjaro uh, after a six-day gauntlet up the mountain. Uh, But yeah, we're really proud to say that both my business partner, Zach, and myself were able to summit Kilimanjaro. Um, And we even made a homemade flag uh, to sort of honor our families and our business when we were up there. So it was pretty oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is that was that on your bucket list? It was definitely on the bucket list. Uh, although I'll be completely honest with you, we booked the entire experience two days before we climbed it. Uh, we're very much about showing up. We're just about showing up. As John Lennon said in his own words, it's all about showing up. You just have to be present. Wow. So we were there. Uh, we made the climb. 
uh, and we live to tell the tale. And as a climate refugee from Chicago, I have to say that was the coldest, Summit Night was the coldest night of my life. Let's put it oh, that way. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. I don't like being cold. <laughs> Me neither. I, I might, oh, my gosh. I faced, oh my all, gosh. I faced all of my fears up there. Let's put it that way. So. I bet. That's that's awesome. You know, Arena, when I look at your life story, there's so many things that are impressive to me. And I always say that I'm most interested in people who are the complete opposite of me. <laughs> and know, you right? are... Opposites attract. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, you're just adventurous and, and, and brave. And, and um, I, you know, of course, want to start with where you came from to give our listeners a sense of that, to tie that um, story together. And um, you were born in Romania. And yep. um, but you came to the U.S. at the age of two. So my guess is yeah. you don't have a lot of memories of Romania. But I know yeah. that you have received a lot of information and been quite connected. Tell me um, what what happened to mom and dad and what brought your grandparents and you to land in Chicago? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a real that's, that's quite the story there. I mean, basically, I was born in Transylvania, which is, as we know, the land of Dracula. My grandfather was Dracula, just for historical uh, historical progeny <laughs> there. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I was born in 1988. Communism collapsed a year later. So we went through a bit of a difficult time there. And around that time, my family realized that we need to immigrate. It's a good time to immigrate. Uh, it was a tough time there. Um, I was very, very fortunate to be able to immigrate with my grandparents, my uncle and myself to the States. Unfortunately, my mother was left behind because of some visa issues. Uh, but but mm. a good chunk of my family was able to immigrate to Chicago, uh, where we then were able to sort of, you know, lay down our hats, as they say, uh, we started yeah. a new life. Uh, yeah. and it was a very, very special experience as a two culture kid growing up, uh, sort of in a, between two worlds. Right. Cause I was raised yes. by Romanians uh, who literally packed their 150 year old cookbook that was, uh, sort of rotting from like moths and whatever, you know, was eating the pages. They packed that in their bags along with the wooden wow. spoons that their grandmothers used. They really tried to recreate their life in Chicago. Uh, so I, I was privy to this wonderful opportunity of seeing, you know, my ancestors who are my, essentially my caretakers, trying to reconnect and, re, you know, preserve that way of life while also welcoming in a new world. Uh, so I was very much, uh, very much in the middle of this, sitting on the fence of these two different cultures, which yeah. was very, very interesting. Your your grandparents were artists, correct? Correct. They are artists. Uh, they're still alive. They are. God, okay. God bless. Awesome. Uh, yeah. They're in, they're in their mid-80s now, and they're both uh, contemporary Romanian artists. Uh, very S much Still a, in the U.S.? Still in the U.S., still practicing art. Um, they are both, um, well, they're both important members of Romanian art of the 20th century. Let's put it that way. Uh, okay. I was very fortunate to uh, to be witness to them continuing their their passion, even after immigrating to the states. Uh, one of the very first things they did when we moved into our apartment in in Chicago was they set up a studio uh, where they continued to practice their art. And uh, I was very lucky to be able to start to wander through that studio when I was five years old. 
uh, which is roughly when I started to witness, I was sort of a, a witness to them creating art, uh, which is right. a very, very cool thing for a little kid to see. Uh, definitely very were inspiring. You, were you drawn to pick up that paintbrush yourself? Oh, absolutely. I feel like this might be a gross generalization, but I feel like a lot of kids want to sort of follow in the footsteps of their caretakers. And for me, it was very much this. Uh, I always wanted to be an artist as a kid. You know, that was the coolest thing ever. I, uh, I spent a lot of time painting and drawing and also writing as a little kid. Uh, any type of creative expression was very fond to me. And it was very much encouraged in my household. Um, I think, especially growing up in an immigrant family, you sort of bring with you the little things you have uh, from your home that is far away. And you learn to appreciate the act of putting soul and love into your work. Uh, because that is what you carry with you, even when you are far away from home. Yeah. Did you feel, um, I, I, I'm curious about your school years, you know, elementary, high school, which is yeah. tough for any kid. What do you remember <laughs> about about those years? Were they fond or were they difficult? Did you feel you belonged? You didn't belong? Listen, I feel so blessed. Even then, I thought it was a very cool experience. I grew up in inner city Chicago, uh, in an area that was absolutely very diverse, Every single kid in my elementary school was either an immigrant or a refugee. Uh, wow. There were kids there from Saudi Arabia, Vietnam, Syria, all over the world. Um, and it was absolutely fascinating to sort of grow up with other two culture kids. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess because of my Romanian upbringing, I didn't actually learn English until I went to school. So one of my earliest memories is showing up to class the first day and not having a clue what anybody is talking about, mm. uh, which was a bit like... I can't imagine. <laughs> it was a bit like an astronaut appearing on Mars and hearing all the aliens <laughs> speaking a foreign language and being like, oh, oh my gosh. Was but right. I, as little kids are, you know, we're very much able to pick up on new languages and this was quickly fixed. Mm. So it was not an issue, but it, it was a very yeah. interesting way to overcome that in the early, early age. Yeah. Um, listen, we have to go into our first break. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking to Arena Papik. She's the co-founder and managing partner of Galactic Fed, which I will describe as a SEO marketing analytical company. And um, when we come back, we're going to learn about Arena's path from a physicist to a marketing specialist and how that came to be. Stay with us for our watch team and we'll be right back. Now the women to watch. Finance Watch. Finance Watch. At Penn Community Bank, we're committed to giving you the tools and resources you need to succeed financially. Are you having trouble paying your credit card bill every month or feel overwhelmed by the weight of your loans? Debt happens. Not all debt is the result of frivolous spending, though. In order to take some important steps in life, you'll often find yourself having to borrow some amount of money, whether it's for a new home, car, or for college. Regardless of its purpose, it's important to know how to manage your debt so it doesn't become an issue. Debt consolidation is a strategy to help manage your debt by essentially combining it all, leaving you with one single payment and an overall lower interest rate. Worry less about missing a payment while replacing your multiple high-interest debts with one single loan of a lower interest rate. While lowering your interest rate and number of monthly payments, you will likely see a boost in your credit score. 
This is because you'll be reducing your credit utilization or how much you're borrowing in comparison to how much is available to you. Take even more weight off your shoulders by setting up auto pay for the monthly balance due. Consolidating your debt is one way to make managing your finances easier and save you time, money, and stress. Take a look at your own situation. Be aware of the risk, like added costs and fees and tricky payment timelines, and make the right decision for you. To learn more, visit PennCommunityBank.com. Penn Community Bank, here we are and here we grow. Women to watch. Sports watch. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jen Welker and you are listening to Sports Watch. Moms and dads, it is important to realize that it's not the same for a girl to dream some of these things as it is for a boy because, first of all, a lot of the times those girls don't see those dreams um, reflected in the world through the lens the same way that boys do. Right? We tell a girl she can do anything or be anything, but then the world shows her something very different, particularly in the world of sports. Um, you know, it's a, a known barrier that 4% of traditional media coverage goes to uh, women's sports versus men's sports. So let's say, you know, you tell your daughter she has the same opportunities in sports as the boys do, but then she can't herself or someone who looks like her or someone playing her sport on TV as easily as she might see it for a boy. She looks at the storylines in movies, doesn't see herself reflected in the same kind of big blockbusters as the boys. She plays video games and doesn't see herself as a playable character. And so it's not going to happen the same way in terms of just normal socialization where she gets to just fall into those examples of women who are doing what it is that she wants to do. Follow me and all my adventures or you could say misadventures on Welter47 on Instagram or at jwelter47 on Twitter. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Welcome back. I'm speaking with Irina Papik. Again, she's the co-founder and managing partner of Galactic Fed. And um, something I neglected to mention in the first segment, which I just smiled when I read this, asking about, you know, childhood aspirations is something I always like to ask. And yours was to become the chief of a tribe and hunt wild boars. And I thought, well, that is certainly a first in the 10 years I've been doing this show. And it tells me a lot about, well, sure. Yeah. Hunting boars, wild boars. Um, certainly not something. Every girl's dream. Come on. Every girl's dream. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm going to ask you, has that played out in your life, you know, in any form? I have to say there's an esoteric answer to that, Susan. And that is, while I never had the actual privilege of being the chief of a tribe, I feel like I've sort of lived out that dream by starting Galactic Fed. You know, I am the chief of my own digital marketing agency, which is as close as it's kind of the 21st century version of being a tribal chief, right? Um, right. <laughs> uh, you know, as for the wild boars, I have yet to achieve this. This is still a very like unsurmounted uh, bucket list item. 
but th- yeah. those and you didn't you didn't come across any on your climb to Kilimanjaro. No, when you're up at that altitude, <laughs> all you have are ravens. Literally, all you have are ravens. Uh, no boars. Wow. Not even small no mammals. Nothing else. Wow. And the air, the oxygen, or lack of, it's, I should say. <clears throat> yes, it makes you a bit giddy, a bit slapstick humored. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there, there, is, there is a lot of slapstick humor journaling up there. But other than that, uh, it was honestly, the cold was the biggest, ash, the biggest issue, really. Yeah. Um, to, get, to get through the nights, I would ask the porter if they could please fill my Nalgene bottle with boiling hot water that I would then hug throughout the night. Wow. So wow. That, was, that was the survival tactic, yeah. but no wild boars. Good, good. Well, I'm sure you'll be talking about that trip forever. Um, you know, you seem to be someone who's taken risks um, throughout your life. And um, I wanted to ask you about, this is uh, quite a, an accomplishment and, and an award I think you'll remember. At 17, you won a trip to Washington, D.C. Um, with several other winners, and it was a... A competition, right, around redesigning your school. Yeah. What What were your ideas and thoughts around that project? That was that was one of the most special moments of my life because my grandfather, who is an oil painter and a very creative man, <laughs> he actually got to accompany me on this trip. Uh, part of the prize uh, was bringing one family relative with me. So it was really good for the soul to have him see, you know, Wow. A member of his family continuing that creative path. This was the ultimate yeah. biggest gift for me of that. Um, but the actual <clears throat> the actual project itself was, like you mentioned, it was the biggest at the time. I'm sure since then, who knows what has changed. But at the time, it was the biggest uh, design contest for high school students in the States. Um, it was the Target Redesign Your School contest, sponsored by Target and the American Architectural Foundation. And... Uh, I was just very much like exploring fields. I was a 17 year old in high school. Um, I had just recently finished The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand, which is a book about architecture. (laughs) I mean, I mostly saw it as a creative book about a passionate man trying to build architecture. And this really left a mark on me at the time. And I got a, a piece of junk mail in my spam folder in my Hotmail account asking me to enter this contest. That is literally how I joined this contest. Thankfully, I checked my junk folder at the time. And I decided that this was a worthy pursuit. And I spent the past, I I basically spent my summer putting together some ideas I had around a futuristic school. The, The point of this contest was to encourage, you know, high school students to think outside the box about what they can imagine a future high school to look like. Like imagine mm. a high school a hundred years from now, what would that look like? Uh, and I had a lot of fun just like having a bit of sci-fi fun, drawing some pictures. I put together a little booklet sort of showing what my design would look like. Uh, and I never expected to win. It was mostly just an, uh, a creative exercise for me, but I was very, yeah. very fortunate to be chosen among, I think there were something like 10 winners chosen. Um, out of hundreds and hundreds, right? Yeah, it was it was definitely yeah. a, a very uh, a very encouraging event. I felt very encouraged as a, as a human, um, and it was the first time I really had an opportunity to speak about creativity. Uh, I was invited to go to DC and uh, present my design with my very proud grandfather looking on, 
uh, wow, things came a bit full circle, and I was uh, I, I was uh, I was given the chance to talk about my ideas, uh, which you know when you're a 17 year old hormonal teenager figuring out your the ways of the world, it's a big opportunity <laughs> for you to finally have a chance to talk about something you're interested in, and sort of work yeah. through the work through all of that. So that right. was that was very special. Uh, wow. And I got to meet a bunch um, of other kids there who were also really cool. So it was really cool. And I would say, you know, you you were, uh, you know, not when I say mainstream, I just mean, you know, typically kids are all kind of doing the same thing. Um, yeah. the, fa- the fact that you I, I read that you read the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica volume. By the age of nine, right? So you were always with this uh, curiosity and interest in learning. Um, I wanted to talk about the trip you took to Taiwan um, when you taught English there. After graduation from um, TU yep. Dortmund in Germany, um, you went to Taiwan. You bought a one-way ticket. So, you again, you were taking a risk, not really – you thought, this is what I'm compelled to do right now. Then you headed to Romania where you took notes, extensive notes on the people there. What were you searching for at that time? That's a great question, Susan. So <clears throat> I graduated college in the middle of the recession. This was 2012. There was a bit of a tricky time then financially, which sort of eh, helped me rationalize the fact that I didn't really want to have a, a standard life path. I was always ready to go wander and travel. I had been dreaming of this throughout my life. I just never really had an opportunity to do so. And so I sort of like rationalized it to myself. Oh, well, we're in the middle of a recession anyway. It's time for me to buy a one-way ticket and go teach English somewhere far, far away. And that's that's actually what I did. Uh, I was able to secure a job as an English teacher in Taiwan, teaching English, which I have to say is a very lucrative thing for a uh, recent college graduate to do. I highly recommend this. I moved to Taiwan for a year. I was able to save 90% of my income, which is incredible. And uh, beyond that, I then sort of after I lived there for a year, ended up hitchhiking all the way to Romania from Thailand, where I reunited with uh, members of my family. My father had passed away when I was a baby, and oh. I reunited with members of his family that had since been forgotten. Wow. I literally went to the cemetery and tracked down their graves. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have 
one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Wow. And spoke to the caretaker there and was able to track down living members and went and met them. That must have been so amazing. Did you meet people that, was, that reminded you of yourself? Without a doubt. Yeah. The reality, too, is that as you enter your 20s, I mean, I'm grossly generalizing here, but for me, this was the story. As I entered my 20s, I was more and more preoccupied with my origin story. Who am I? Like, who created me? Like, where am I from? Yeah. <clears throat> and by the, time I, by the time I reached my mid-20s, I had to, I had to know this. Like, that is what drove that whole journey. It was a 10-month hitchhiking trip from Thailand all the way to Romania. I had friends along the way who helped me out. It was not all purely hitchhiking. But we made it overland, eventually reaching Romania. Mm. And that's where I was able to reconnect with my roots. I met my grandmother. I literally met her on her deathbed and was able to connect with her uh, prior to her passing away later that year. And a bunch of other family members who, like, really helped me connect the dots in terms of my story as a human being yeah i uh, want to we have to go into another break i want to continue this when we come back um, stay with us for our watch team and i'll be back with arena papik again the co-founder and managing partner of galactic fed now the women to watch military watch hi i'm carol eggert senior vice president of military affairs at comcast nbc universal the U.S. Army announced a symbolic milestone for women in the armed forces and for all the armed forces. A week ago, the 100th woman graduated from the very physically and psychologically grueling Ranger School. Now, the U.S. Army Ranger School has a reputation for being one of the most demanding training experiences, testing the endurance and will of some of our nation's most elite warriors. From forests to mountains to swamps, the school students endure extreme weather, sleep deprivation, grueling physically demanding situations, and extreme hunger while leading infantry patrols under the strict eyes of ranger instructors. The eight-week assessment and selection school saw its first female graduate in 2015. Since then, numerous women graduates have gone on to lead units in combat, including Captain Shana Koss, an officer in the Ranger Regiment, a unit within the Army Special Operations Forces. As a soldier who joined a gender-segregated army over 30 years ago, seeing these women meet the standards often believed to be achieved only by men is very gratifying, moving, and humbling. It is such a privilege and inspiration to witness our military institutions move forward toward equal opportunity for all. It makes our armed forces stronger and our culture inclusive. So thank you to the nearly 3 million women who've served in or with the U.S. Armed Forces since the American Revolution, all 
past, present, and future, should stand proudly among our nation's warrior class. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back to the show. I'm speaking to uh, the managing partner and co-founder of a digital marketing company called Galactic Fed. And Arena is with us and just really, you know, has such an incredible past story. And I love when you talked about, you know, finding our, our roots and where we come from. I think teaches us so much about ourselves. So I'm curious if after that trip, you had any kind of aha moment or um, more clarity around what you're meant to be doing here. Hmm, that's a really good question. I'm not sure how to answer that, honestly, Sue. I sort of knew what I wanted to do before I could even write. I wanted to be a writer. Okay. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a writer. Um, and everything I do is sort of tied to that ambition of writing. Uh, everything is a story to be told. Right. Um, so when I, when, I, when I sort of sought out my family, I was there mostly as a writer, as a storyteller. Mm. Um, I'm always interested in collecting stories, whether it's the story of my past or whether it's the story of other people I meet. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit hard to encapsulate the clarity that that time brought. But there was definitely some clarity there. If yeah. only a kind of peace of mind. Right. Uh, Answers to some questions, right? Answers to long-held questions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about, you know, let's get into the company and how um, you came to found it. Because, again, I want to go back. You you majored in science and physics and um you had uh, a short stint with CERN, which I don't know if, if all people know about that company, but how did you land that job? And then tell me the moment that led you to leave that and that industry altogether. Absolutely. And just because folks might not know what CERN is, perfect reference is the Da Vinci Code. The beginning of the Da Vinci Code starts at CERN, where the LHC is trying to figure out the Big Bang Theory and how antimatter works. Um, so the LHC is a big ring under the ground at the Franco-Swiss border. Uh, I was very fortunate as an undergrad phys- physics student to spend two summers there working as a paid fellow, um, basically working with a large team of physicists, making sure that the, that the detectors work prior to them actually launching and doing real science. This was back in 2010. Okay. Um, a few years after that, the Higgs boson was discovered, uh, which was a major part of the, well, the groundwork that was done at the LHC. Um, and I, was, I played a very, very tiny role in helping make sure that the tools worked prior to us discovering that, in a nutshell. Okay. Um, a lot of that is confusing for me. <laughs> but in... It is for everybody, trust yeah. me. Yeah. Not just for not just for you for me myself everybody yeah yes. well tell me what I'm curious about is what that sounds like incredibly interesting fascinating work um, and discovery and you met your partner 
um, at the time. And, and you describe having this shared sense of rebellious attitude um, towards marketing. What what was that? What was that commonality the two of you had? Um, his name is Zach. And Absolutely. what prompted, hey, let's let's just start our own company and do it differently. Absolutely. So yeah, it's funny how things turn out. So after my physics chapter, I moved to Taiwan. I worked there as an English teacher. Then I hitchhiked to Romania, rediscovered my father, my paternal past, came back to the States and applied to one single job I ever applied to in my life, which was an entry-level marketing job at a company called TopTal, which is also where Zach ended up working as well. Um, after about half a year, I was very fortunate to be promoted to leading their SEO team. And Zach was running a different part of their marketing operation, which is paid advertising. Uh, so basically, we were, we were responsible for two very, very big parts of TopTal's marketing there. And we, we were both very fortunate to be surrounded by a great, great group of human beings there and really learn the trade of marketing. Um, and there was a few years after that, that Zach and I both realized that we're both on this entrepreneurial path albeit separately, and that it makes sense to join forces and start our own agency together, which is what we did. And it's called Galactic Fed, which is named after this because we're both fans of that TV show, Rick and Morty. In that TV show, there's an evil organization called Galactic Federation. Uh, obviously, we're not evil, but we, right. thought it was, uh, <laughs> we, we, we thought it was a funny play on words to right. take you know, it's a bit like selling insurance, right? Geico has mastered the art of marketing a gecko as their mascot. So we figured that for marketing being such an esoteric subject, it makes sense to do something cool and space themed and whimsical as yeah. our brand, which is how Galactic Fed was born. That was one of my questions was the name itself. And I think one of the things that's so interesting is this was prior to COVID. And from the get-go, you both yes. wanted a remote company so a company that would allow you to continue to yes. do right all the things that you wanted to do outside of work and work remotely i'll be honest with you Sue. yeah go ahead the only job i've ever had in real life with human beings near me was being an english teacher in taiwan after that wow. and also doing the physics research of course i realized at the end of the day that an office job is an office job at least this is my pers my personal perspective right and I, yes. I, 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 I savored the freedom above anything else. I simply wanted to be able to work on my own terms and be able to work online. And that's sort of the, the mm -hmm. dream that I chased when I was pursuing marketing. And this was, the, this was also the dream that Zach chased when he was pursuing it on his own. Uh, so we've been fully remote since, really since 2000, when was it? Since 2000 and... 15. I have been fully removed. Wow. Yes. Wow. And now watching yeah. all of these other companies, right, kind of transform yes. and recognize that yes. that they can too. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, during, during 2020, 40% of the American work, workforce became remote. Right. And we were thinking... Heck yeah, finally. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Yeah. I think it's I think it's impressive that you one of the things in sharing your story that is impressive to me is again, you making a decision that kind of goes against the grain. And um we're gonna go into our last break and when we come back, I'm gonna open with a quote and I wanna talk a little bit more about that. Stay with us Absolutely. as always for our watch team and I'll be back with Arena Papik. Now, the women to watch. 
Marketing Watch. Let's talk about the great resignation. Hi there, my name is Diana Barnes, or DB, as most people call me, and I'm the Chief Brand Officer and Creative Director at Munchkin, the world's most loved baby lifestyle brand. Navigating your career during a global crisis is far from straightforward. Many of us, myself included, have taken stock of our lives, our jobs, and how we spend the time we have. We're always taking inventory of our decisions and making adjustments, but when monumental shifts occur, like a global pandemic, they can result in significant economic movements. Enter the great resignation. The big quit, as it's also known, isn't just an opportunity for workers to find more lucrative jobs that they can do from their living rooms. Instead, it's a chance for people to find careers in companies that fill their cups. At Munchkin, we strive to create a culture where monetary compensation is a slice of the pie, but not the whole thing. When employees feel good about their work, the causes their company supports, and the opportunities afforded to them, they tend to stick around. Workplace flexibility and compensation are motivation factors, but so are recognition, advancement, and education. Last year, Munchkin was named a great place to work certified company with 88% of our employees saying it's a great place to work. This accolade isn't a result of competitive salaries and flexible schedules alone. We strive to ensure that employees know they're valued, not just for the work they do, but for who they are. If you oversee a company struggling with employee retention, I urge you to tap into your brand's values and those of your team. In what ways can you bring more value to your employees' lives? How can you invest in them so they invest in you? Putting your employees at the forefront of your strategy will only benefit your company and improve the quality of talent you retain and attract. Now, more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back. I'm having a really wonderful conversation with Irina Papik. She is the co-founder and managing partner of Galactic Fed, which is a digital marketing agency. Um, I wanted to start this last segment with a quote. You said self-awareness and understanding your mood and reaction to workplace challenges can truly make or break your business. Tell me what that means to you and how you do that daily with your with your colleagues. Wow, that's a big quote. Let me think about that for a second. At this point, <laughs> Let me tell you, there's no, I've been a big fan of Buddhism for a long time, Susan. When I moved to Taiwan, I actually practiced it there. I lived in a Buddhist nunnery for a while. Uh, I sort of was a self-taught meditator and I really mellowed out over the years. And I think that was a good precursor to me starting Galactic Fed because by the time I started Galactic Fed, there was a whole lot of ego death going on every single day. Uh, Especially when you transition from having a team of two people to five to 10 to 20 to 50 to 100. We're, about, we're at about 120 staff members now. Wow. And uh, they're, they're situated all over the world. We have folks in about 18 different countries at this point. Uh, so we have a very special, very special work culture that we've built. Um, and, you know, we've seen it all in the past few years. Like, it's really a bit of an ego death working with folks all over the world and seeing the impact that bringing these jobs to them makes. Uh, It's a humbling experience just going through the day-to-day of growing up with these people by your side. Uh, Mm. It's like having 120 brothers and sisters. (laughs) 
right, right. You know? Well, you know, yeah, I I am interested in the fact that you've traveled extensively, and as you sh- just shared, your um, company is very, very diverse. What yeah. have you learned? What have, what what have you learned about human beings? having met and interacted with so many from different backgrounds? Is there a commonality that you see? There absolutely is. Um, how would I answer that question? We've, we've, we've really, I feel like we've really, pi- I wouldn't say pioneered, but we've really tried to associate a lot of different strategies here for bringing out the best in people remotely. Uh, you know, when you're working with somebody online that you've never seen in your life, <laughs> you have literally a picture and a couple text messages to work with. You really have to right. find new ways to sort of break ground and getting to know that person. Uh, mm. and, and we've we've really put a lot of effort in bringing bringing our team to a very close knit level. Uh, at this point, you know, we have a very solid team, and everybody in our company, I feel like really jibes well and wants to wants to be there and feels excited to be here at Galactic Fed. And we organized all what? kinds all kinds of different like activities and events within our company. We have a lot of team building contests that are entirely virtual, for example, that has allowed us to get to know each other better. Uh, one of my mm. favorites over the past year, we did this during COVID, one of them was a step, what was it, a um a walkathon. Especially during COVID, everyone was sitting at home. <laughs> so we thought it would be a great time. Walking around their living room. <laughs> exactly. Sailing alone around the room. That's what I like to call right. it. I, I was sailing yeah. around my room. But we basically set up a, an international walkathon contest where we had all 100 plus members of our team participate and see who can outwalk the others, uh, <laughs> which was kind of fun. Uh, we also had another baby picture. We had a baby pictures contest sometime in the oh, past wow. eight or nine months where te- yeah. everyone in the team submitted pictures of themselves as a child. And then we all had fun sort of I- trying to guess who was who, which was kind right. of a fun experience. You know, we all- we're all kids at one point. This unifies everybody in the team. We're all kids exactly. at one point. We all have right. our, childish, right. our childish fancies and our childish dreams. And it's it's really a great a great humanizer and a great relating exercise to be able to share that with each other. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those types of things, but those are just two examples that come off you know top of mind. Yeah, um, would you say you are when you look back at the full? You know, you're you're young. You've got a long way to go. Um, is there something else on your bucket list that you can share with us that you that you're hoping to do? And do you feel like you are where you're meant to be? Is the work you're doing fulfilling? I have to say, I, I've often looked at this time with deep gratitude because I cannot imagine being in a better place in my life. Seriously, um, I can't tell you how much gratitude it's been to be the chief of this tribe, and by that I mean the co-chief of this tribe with Zach. Uh, it's, it's been, it's brought an enormous amount of fulfillment to be able to create these jobs that didn't exist before and to be Mm. able to sort of motivate and help people along on this journey that I was initially doing individually. I mean, I started as a sole marketer, uh, and I sort of helped with, with Zach's inspiration and help was able to then sort of replicate that across many different people. And that's, that's been great fun. Um, and are you looking to to get even bigger? One hundred and how one hundred and twenty employees? 
Are you looking to double that or do you think you want to stay within this size? I think that at this point, you know, there's definitely challenges to be had at different milestones. Like team of five brings its own unique challenges to a team of 20 versus a team of, of 50 uh, versus yeah. a team of 100. But I feel like with every, with every leap that we've taken, you know, we're ready to meet those challenges and we're excited about them. So we, we don't really yeah. place those limits in our minds. Uh, we're happy to grow as big as we can, seriously. And that's sort of the goal we're having here. Uh, yeah. If any, if anyone's listening and they're interested, it, tell me who your clients are and, and you, what types of companies you work with. Totally. We work with a very wide spectrum of clients. Um, because of our background uh, with our network in California, it started out primarily with uh, high growth tech startups from Silicon Valley. Um, but over the years, we've also expanded to a number of enterprise clients. We've been fortunate to have clients such as K Jewelers, um, Shell, um, edible arrangements, uh, a, a number of big brick and mortars and also big virtual companies. Um, mm -hmm. so we, we don't really limit ourselves to any particular niche or any particular type of business. Um, essentially if okay. you have, if you have an online presence, that is where digital marketing comes into play. Which everyone absolutely does today. Right. So yeah, I think you're in a good place. Listen, We've come to the end of the show. I really enjoyed talking to you. I love Thanks. your energy and enthusiasm. And I'm, we're going to be continuing to follow your work and cheering you on. Sue, I, I'm so happy and so grateful to have been on the show, uh, really sitting on the shoulder of giants here. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, my. Seriously. You, you're so welcome. That is it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch. Stay tuned next week for my interview with Dr. Joan Fallon. She's the founder of CureMark. Have a great week, everyone, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.